What is good, everybody? Welcome to another Niners Nation Instant Reaction Podcast. Unbelievable. Unbelievable what we saw in Denver on Sunday Night Football. We're going to get to all of it. We're going to get to an incredible, incredible defensive effort. We're going to get to just garbage from Kyle Shanahan, garbage from Jimmy Garoppolo, garbage from the running game, couple of major, major injuries for the 49ers in the 11 to 10 loss. But before we do, I want to remind you, please rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. We appreciate all your ratings and your reviews. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Also want to give a special shout out to Homage, new sponsor here on the Niners Nation Podcast Network. They have awesome t-shirts. I just hooked everybody else up. Let me see if I can stand up here. There we go. This thing is super soft. I just got it. So shout out to Homage. Thanks to them for hopping on board. Okay. We got a lot to discuss, by the way. The uh, Homage link is in the YouTube description. So you can go check that out if you like the shirt. All right. Let's get into it. I mean, where do we start? Where do we freaking start with this team? Do we want to start with the fact that they got, I don't know, one first down converted the entire game and it didn't come until the fourth quarter? Should we start there? Should we start with another defensive performance for the freaking history books that is wasted? Wasted. We could start with that. Could start with a couple big injuries. But no, there is only one place to start in this game and you all know where it is. It's Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. Okay. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. Again, just when you think this guy can't piss you off anymore as a 49er fan, what does he do? He says, hold my beer. And he goes out there and runs out of the back of the goddamn end zone for a safety. And if he didn't do that, it would have been a pick six. And what's the final score of the game? 11 to 10. 11 to 10, because the defense gave up one touchdown and a field goal that, in a way, Kyle Shanahan kind of gave them, and the 49ers lose the game because Jimmy Garoppolo has his head up his ass and runs out of the back of the end zone. I mean, and, and some idiot has the balls to tweet me, you'd be rusty too if you couldn't be in OTAs in training camp. He doesn't know where he is on the freaking field. He needs to relearn that you can't run out of the back of the end zone. What day do they cover that in training camp? Just want to know. What day is the don't run out of the back of the end zone install? I mean, my God with this guy. Just when you think he can't suck anymore. And this was the big insurance policy. This was it, right? The 49ers season is saved because we got this guy. This guy running out of the back of the end zone throwing terrible interceptions, the double coverage over the middle of the field when the defense has continually gifted him chance after chance to drive down the field. Nope. Double coverage. Debo, short over the middle of the field. Why? Because that's the only place he ever freaking throws it. It's the same movie with this team. It's the same movie with this team. This is the guy. The 49ers couldn't quit. This is the guy the 49ers had to keep, right? Because you just had to recoup those draft picks. It's this guy. You couldn't get rid of that. 
What the hell? That's the guy. Keep in mind, that's the guy that on the same day that Trey Lance got hurt, they couldn't wait to tell Mike Silver how much better they were with Jimmy Garoppolo. They couldn't wait. They couldn't even wait for Trey Lance to have surgery before they ran to the media and said, I can't say it, but you can. We're better with Jimmy Garoppolo. Kyle Juszczyk said it felt like 49er football. Did that feel like 49er football to you? It, it did to me with Jimmy Garoppolo. Christ, man. I'm, I'm, oh my God, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. We got to see this movie again. And all you freaking stands are out there talking about how good he is, right? That's the insurance policy. Jimmy Garoppolo, 18 of 29, 211 yards, one touchdown, one pick, got sacked four times. Can you imagine if Trey Lance threw that interception at the end of the game and ran out of the end zone for a safety that gave the Broncos the difference? Can you imagine what people would be saying? That's our insurance policy, right? Thank God it's not Brock Purdy for that. That putrid performance. He left at least 14 points on the board because he flat out couldn't see Debo Samuel. And when he did see him, he barely completed the pass to him because it was more than five yards down the field. That's the insurance policy. Give me a break. Give me a break. And any one of these vets in that locker room can kiss my ass with this guy. I'm tired of it, man, as I welcome in Levin Black. Levin, you've been hearing me rant and rave. I need a drink, and I wish this wasn't water. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. That was probably the most miserable game in at least a decade. Like, even in the bad years, you know, 2016, whatever, you didn't have hope. This game, like, you just kept thinking, they're going to do anything? Like, this might be the worst game Jimmy has played. Stat line won't look as bad as others, but he left so many points on the board. Even his one of his long completions to Debo. If he actually threw it, Enough yep. to lead him, it's a touchdown. And instead, they don't get points. Then he's literally, first read is to that side of the field, the side that Debo is on. Debo goes uncovered within one second of the snap, and Jimmy <laughs> looks away from him. Like, okay, that's deliberate. You are purposely not looking at it. And that is beyond rookie bad. That is not NFL quality bad. It's just, I'm done with this. They, they don't really have another option. You can't really go to Purdy, but I would. Jimmy is I getting would. worse and worse. That's that's the thought I I had as I was going up the stairs to come record. Jimmy in twenty nineteen, okay, he was pretty good. Twenty twenty got worse. Even with the injuries, he wasn't very good when he was in there. Twenty twenty one was worse than twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two worse than twenty twenty one. He is no longer an average quarterback. Unless something changes here and he's just knocking off rust, which certainly doesn't look like it. This looks like what he is. He is getting worse, and he's now to the point that he's not even a starting quality quarterback. He's not average. He's just bad. Jose Julio Flores Campos, thank you very much for watching on the YouTube page. That is the biggest donation we have gotten so far this season. So thank you very much. He says, plus Trent Williams with what seems to be a serious injury. Yeah, we're going to get to the injuries. There was a couple in this game. And, and you could see that affected Jimmy in the offense. I mean, Jalen Moore comes in and immediately gives up a sack where he totally whiffs. But, I mean, 
Garoppolo leaving points on the board. This is what we know, right? We've we've seen this. We're used to this. There was also a third down play where Debo's coming out of the backfield on a choice route, and there is nobody in front of him. Nobody. And he throws it behind Debo Samuel, and it's incomplete, and the Niners don't get the completion. I mean, it is bad. And and there are some games where I want to bang on Kyle, but I feel like this wasn't Kyle's fault, man. He nah, got guys the, open. The, the opportunities were there. You know, the, the freedom, as Jimmy put it, like, boy, does that look bad in yeah. retrospect. Yeah, you want all the freedom, freedom you could want, and he either didn't see it, refused to throw it, or did throw it and was so inaccurate it, it didn't work. He was garbage. I, I, I think of it this way. An average quarterback, gets 14 points, 14 more points than what they got tonight. An average quarterback probably leads Debo enough on one of the two, either the one that he threw way behind or the one where Debo had to slow way down to where then he couldn't score the touchdown even though it was complete. He gets one of those plus the Debo where he went completely unmarked. Even an average quarterback gets 14 more points than they got tonight. That's it. Now, Rob isn't a whiner. If you want to call it whining, then – I, I, I don't know what to tell you. This, this was an abysmal offensive performance. What do you want us to say? You know, what we're not David Lombardi to trying to spin crap, okay? If yeah. you want to go listen to somebody spin, go listen to him. The map crow. Like, what do you want me to say? We scored 10 points tonight. The defense was amazing. The defense was so good. The Broncos had eight three and outs in this game. It's the most three and outs Russell Wilson has ever had in his entire career. The defense was awesome. And yet we lost the game because we scored 10 points and Jimmy gave them the game. Botched the snap. P.S. Remember that too. He fumbled the that snap. That was 100% on Jimmy. He had the ball hit him in the hands. Botches and the snap. The throws the pick. The safety. I mean, damn it, people. This is brutal. This is hideously, hideously, hideously bad. And I don't want to hear anybody else tell me about how the 49ers are a better team with Trey Lance. I don't want to, when they got the ball back twice late in the fourth quarter, I had zero confidence that Jimmy Garoppolo was going to do it. Zero confidence. I was praying, praying that the defense got some sort of turnover and they almost did three fumbles bounced right back to the Broncos in this game. Yeah, that was just a lot bad of luck. luck. But that's, I mean, that's how it goes sometimes. I, I do think Denver played. I'll wait until I see better breakdowns of it, but just from the broadcast angle, it seemed like Denver played something defensively in this game that might be what the Niners see a lot with Jimmy now back in. And that was that they kind of played off the receivers. They, you know, they thought, okay, we're going to stay back and we're not going to give you the big yak plays. And without the big yak plays, you're not going to get it done consistently. And I think that worked. There were a lot of opportunities, I think, short, but they were only going to be two or three yards, and then everybody on the defense was ready to come up and stop it to not allow it to get bigger. And I saw that over and over and over. And this is a really good point, and I want to get to this because it's something that I talked about. D-Ware5883, watching on the YouTube page. The field goal was a bad call. Can't convince me those kids and Sean McVay or Kyle's kids because he has <laughs> Okay. When, Kyle... when is Kyle going to be held responsible? I agree. Dware, and it's something I have been pounding on ever since Kyle Shanahan was the head coach. And I was on with Kay Adams on Up and Adams on Friday, and she asked me, what's your problem with Kyle Shanahan? And I said, he's too conservative. Well, here it is. Here it is. 49ers get the ball back. It's 7-5 to five in the third quarter. They drive down. They get to the Denver 33-yard line. It's fourth and two. And what does Kyle Shanahan do? Just trots out the kicker. Trots out Robbie Gold. Sure, I love to kick field goals. 
Go for it on fourth down. We can't do that. What if we don't get it? What if you make it, Kyle? What did that field goal do for you? Diddly poo, to quote Jim Mora. That's what that field goal did for you. But he loves it. He loves to do it. He loves to keep the other team in the game. How many times does this bastard have to make the same mistake before he changes, Levin? I completely disagree in this scenario. The what? field goal was the right choice. No, if you it wasn't. don't get the field goal, you have a team that hasn't converted a third down. Now you're going to go for it on fourth down? Yes. The offense was not getting it done. Even if they convert, are they going to go down and score a touchdown? Highly doubtful with the way they were playing. There's that- no way. You, you're, react, you're acting as if they were going to get it. But getting the field goal meant that Denver has to score a touchdown, which they hadn't done all game. Denver's offense was also terrible. You're... Whereas no. if they don't take the field goal, they don't score points. All Denver needs is a field goal. And, in and Denver, what if that they means score? getting the midfield? And what if they score? Do you ever consider that? You're no, never no, going to get down the there again. Playing. They never That's gave the problem. Up. They were very, very, very unlikely to convert and even less likely you to get don't points. Know that. Go down and score. Sure, we do. They, they were know, what, whole one of 10 on third down. If so they want to talk about what. If we want to talk about what's more likely, Denver hadn't done jack to that point. So it's way less likely that Denver is going to score because the 49ers defense had been owning them to that point. And what the, why you make them score a touchdown to win rather than giving them the ball where they only need 15 yards. To you're acting like in. it's guaranteed that they give them the ball. They could get a first down there. And guess what? The 49ers never got back there. They never got back. That was the they never got back to that part of the and field. You're That's why like you have offense to go would for it. have done anything. That's why they you couldn't have convert to... a third down. They're not going to convert a fourth down. You can't get it if you don't try. That field goal didn't do jack. It did nothing. They got the field goal. Guess what? They still lost 11 to 10. Why? Because their defense wasn't perfect. That's why they, they didn't win. Kicking that field goal is pathetic. And it's about time that the 49ers press corps start calling Kyle Shanahan out for this crap. When are you going to do it? It's been five years, now going on six years. When are you going to start to call him out? Kyle, what the hell? Every week you do this. You keep the other team in the game. It's bull, man. It is bull. You know a question I would like to see? Hey, Debo was completely wide open, went completely uncovered on a deep throw, but it didn't happen. Did Jimmy have the freedom to make that throw? <laughs> give him – sorry, I just said the F word. But <laughs> no. give, him, give him the opportunity. You know, just man. let Kyle – see if Kyle says something about – yeah, he had the freedom to throw it. See if he finally says something about Jimmy since Jimmy oh. was essentially throwing Kyle under the bus. This is one of the great comments, JC207 yeah. on the YouTube pitch. Thank you. Thank you. Remember, guys, Jimmy's one of the best throwers on the planet. That's what Kyle Shanahan said on Friday. That guy, one of the best throwers on the planet, could barely get the ball to Debo Samuel when he was open by 50 yards. He could. Yeah. It was all he could do to complete it. And I'm sitting there happy that he completed it because that's how little – I expect Jimmy Garoppolo to be able to get the ball. There's down no fastball left with Jimmy. He sucks, man. He sucks. His footwork is worse than oh Trey Lance's. Oh, my God. Put it that way. You know, people want to criticize Trey Lance for his not being fundamentally sound and not setting his feet too often. I don't disagree. Sometimes his, his mechanics go awry. Jimmy never sets his freaking feet. <laughs> Ever. If there is any sense of pressure, unless it's like a one yard, you know, or a one second quick out wide receiver screen, Jimmy's really good at that because guess what? He does his footwork. 
But anytime he actually has to drop back, he never sets his feet. He's constantly throwing off his back, but he won't step into the throw. And that leads to where you're at. You underthrow things. You're inaccurate. You get interceptions because you don't have enough on it. That's what happens when you don't step into a throw. If you go watch Jimmy Garoppolo, it's literally no exaggeration. Nearly half his throws he's not stepping into, even though he could. He's just scared to because he's been constantly injured. I hate that. Like Jimmy get, got a lot of uh, goodwill for playing through injury last year, but that doesn't mean that when he's on the field, like Jimmy will do anything to stay on the field. He does not want to leave that field, but on the field, he plays chicken crap. He plays scared on the field. This was as brutal a loss. Kyle Shanahan on Garoppolo's safety. Oh, I can't wait to read this. That was a tough situation. I put him in unblock. Are you serious? Are you serious? Kyle Shanahan, come on with that. He ran out of the back of the end zone. Can you ever criticize him? Can you ever criticize him? That is a crock of shit. Man, I'm sorry, and I am sorry to swear. That was a tough situation I put him in. This ass ran out of the back of the end zone. How because long? he was scared. He was backpedaling the moment he got the ball. How If he set long? his feet, maybe he makes a throw elsewhere. I don't know. You know, it ended up a pick six, but, gee, maybe if he wasn't scared to throw it and he throws it earlier rather than throwing off his back foot, it probably isn't a pick six. Might not be complete. But it's probably not a six, pick six if he actually put something on it by stepping into it. What a Kyle Shanahan, what the hell? Does he have pictures of you in some sort of compromising situation? How about a, that's a terrible play. A starting quarterback in the NFL, any player in the NFL, shouldn't run out of the back of the end zone. I don't want to hear, oh, I left Just him with the an coach unblocked speak. guy. You got to give your team a chance. I don't want to hear that. You got you to give your team a chance. And when you run out of the back of the end zone, there's no chance. Kevin Dennis watching on the YouTube page narrative around Jimmy uh, narrative around Kyle, excuse me, needs to change overrated that. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, how's he not? He better not ever talk to me because I will just skewer him for this. I mean, what is this man? What is this with this team? Where is the accountability? The only person on the 49ers that ever takes accountability is Trey Lance. He's the only one. Kyle Shanahan never takes it. Kyle Shanahan has never made a bad decision in his life, according to Kyle. Just ask him. He'll tell well, you. Well, you just got to watch more football. You know, yeah, that's Kyle, right. You, you got to watch the other teams. You can't talk to him. You got you to gotta watch more football. I mean, if – oh, my God. I can't stand it, man. I can't stand it anymore. And I, I agree that Kyle made a lot of good calls. Like, Kyle called a, a game that was Yeah, this one's good not enough. Kyle at all. This was a game that the offense could have easily put up 30 points. But, man, he is not, he is not good at the other aspects of this job. He's not. Like, it's, we're in year six now. We're in year six now. He's just not good at it. He does not know how to talk to the media. That's why he hired a GM that could do it for him. He doesn't know how to manage a game. He can't do it. He can't do it. He doesn't know when to go for it on fourth down at all. His red zone play calling is uh, sketchy. He He's not good at the other parts of the job, man. He's just not. I keep thinking the whole time you're talking there, Kyle has a complicated offense. I think his offense requires a high-level quarterback. If you get that high-level quarterback, it's nearly unstoppable. Problem is, he's never been able to get one. Other than in Atlanta. 
Eddie Vieira yep. watching on the Facebook page. Jimmy makes rookie mistakes without the rookie upside. Yeah, that's why they try to replace Everything that Jimmy does bad is rookie mistakes. The type of things you try to get rookies to stop doing. The things you expect from rookies, but you try to get them to phase out as they age and get better. Your footwork. You're throwing into double coverage. You're not being able to anticipate. You're not going through your reads. All those are things that rookies do poorly. They don't recognize things. Like, it's inexcusable to me the play that Debo got completely uncovered. He's literally looking at that side of the field. It's your best playmaker. And you'll look away when he literally had nobody cover him. He was completely wide open (laughs) two yards down the field. Three steps into his route, he was behind the defense, and Jimmy looked away. Inexcusable. I am machines on the YouTube page said they had the highest TD percentage in the red zone last year. And they were year, bad dude. every year yeah. before that. That's right. They were bad every other year, dude. Stop acting like I don't watch this team. Give me a break. He's had one good year in the red zone and the rest were crap. Okay. So let's not all be a victim of the last thing that we saw. But I mean, one thing is clear at this point. The offense is the problem with this team. And Kyle yep. Shanahan has to take that. And I get that Jimmy missed some plays, but it's got to be fixed. It's And if Jimmy can't do it, then you got to bench him and bring in somebody who can, because my God, and we've seen this script so many times in the 49ers. They come out early. The defense is playing with their hair on fire. The defense is playing all world. The offense usually goes out and gets a touchdown. First couple possessions of the game. And then what do they do for the rest of the game? Nothing, nothing. And the 49ers had the ball in great field position at different times tonight. Incredible field position. Didn't do anything with it. Nothing. Yeah, I just had a thought. Maybe this is just me in the middle of the night for us. It's almost midnight uh, thinking of some stupid analogy. But this defense is like the legion of the boom. You know, I truly believe it's that good of a defense, that level. But it's like the offense stuck with Matt Flynn when Seattle brought in Matt Flynn to be the starter, they drafted Russell Wilson in the third and he turned out to be the starter and they went to him right away. They made the choice to go to the young kid. It's like, this is a Seattle team forever stuck with Matt Flynn floundering. And that's Jimmy Garoppolo. When they have a defense sitting over there, that can literally win them a championship. As long as they don't have the offense shooting themselves in the foot. This is a good tweet from Al Sacco. Other than 2019, the 49ers have started slow under Shanahan. San Francisco is 17 and 25 over the season's first eight games since 2017. They started 8 and 0 in 2019. So that means outside of that one year, the 49ers are 9 and 25 in the season's first eight games. What the hell? What yeah. the hell? I, I just I don't know at this point, I don't know what the point of the season is anymore. I really don't because th- this is not oh, a championship boy. team with Garoppolo. Unless he makes some miraculous recovery to 2019 levels, this team has no shot of doing anything. They might make the playoffs. They might squeeze into the playoffs still, but they're not going to win no Super Bowl, and that's the entire point. If you can't win the Super Bowl, there's no point. And yet I don't really see the point of turning it over to Purdy because he's certainly not going to be the starter next year. And Yeah, but I don't care. I can't watch this movie anymore. I can't do it. What is the point of putting the same movie in over and over again? Because the other movie might not be as good. So what? Russell watching on the YouTube page says, I haven't been this agitated for a regular season loss in years. Please give me some silver linings. How do we correct course? I can't see it. Well, here's the problem. It's going to be difficult to correct course because, and we can get into this. Kyle Shanahan said Trent Williams has a high ankle sprain. 
and Aziz Alshire is a knee, likely an MCL. That's going to put him on the shelf for, I would imagine, at least a month. So it the Niners are going to have to dig themselves out here because those are some major, major injuries. And the replacements, as we saw tonight, I mean, Jalen Moore was awful. Jalen Moore was hideous and got immediately benched for freaking Colton McKivitz, who's been hurt like all every week. time he goes in. That that's <laughs> stinks. You know, McKivitz couldn't do the job, and you knew Moore couldn't do the job. Yet you still kept them around as the backups. Why not try somebody else? Kevin Dennis watching on the YouTube page. Purdy can't be worse than what we saw tonight. How could it get worse? They literally converted one third down the whole game. It one. Was- Literally the last one. Yeah, it was in. It was actually uh, a good throw, but like, yeah. man, come on, one third down, and that's on Jimmy, and it's on everybody. It's on Kyle too. Like Kyle's got to share some of the blame. I know he had some good play calls, but like, quarterbacks miss open receivers every game, and quarterbacks make bad throws every game. That shouldn't be the death knell for your offense. You should be able to miss a couple of those and still be okay. And the yeah, the quarterback has to convert the other times. That's the problem. Yeah. Jimmy didn't. None of this is on Kyle. He doesn't share any blame on this one. Uh, I, I give him. You got to give him some blame. He's the head no. coach. Doesn't matter when you have your team in position to succeed over and over again, and the quarterback sucks so bad he doesn't capitalize on any of it. That's not on the coach whatsoever. That is on the quarterback being crap. Since you can the- only do so much when he has wide open guys multiple times and none of those turn into touchdowns that is 100% on the players in this scenario it's 100% on the quarterback this is a good tweet from Chris Babcock at Chris Babcock too since the end of the first quarter time of possession the Broncos had the ball for 30 minutes and 25 seconds the 49ers had the ball for 14 minutes and 35 seconds they had three turnovers and essentially four turnovers because of Jimmy Garoppolo's stupid safety that's yeah. pathetic. You could see at the end of the game, the defense was gassed. Bosa mm-hmm. is huffing and puffing on the sideline. He's exhausted. You can't yeah. keep like doing said, this it, for them. It reminded me of the Singletary era because that Singletary era was such bad offenses. The defense would play lights out for the first half. You know, it was a defense that I kept telling friends and family constantly, like, no, this is like a really good defense. And then their end of numbers would always be mediocre because in the second half, they would start giving up points because they were so gassed because the offense was so terrible. Reminded me a lot of that. And guess what? That team was ready to win because the moment they replaced the coach and actually got somebody in there that knew how to run an offense, they started winning a bunch of games. That's what this game reminded me of. It's a championship caliber defense that just needs average offense. What, What fan base... Has it more miserable? I don't know because, yeah, there are teams that are worse than the 49ers out there, but those teams don't expect to win a championship. This is the hardest to watch team that actually had Super Bowl <laughs> aspirations. Kyle Shanahan said, I don't think anyone played well on offense, including myself in the second half. He also said Garoppolo's performance. I thought he played real well in the first half. In the second half, I don't think anyone on offense did good, including myself. Like. Where's the, where's the urgency, man? I mean, come on. How about you say, you know what? Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be better. He's played too long. He's had too many games in this system. We expect more from him. The guys look up to him in the locker room. He let us down tonight. What what would be so terrible if Kyle Shanahan said that? Would the walls come crumbling down? Like, why does he ever do that? 
Kevin on the YouTube page. Orlovsky was ended after his step out. There's no way Mike Silver, oh, we're better with Jimmy, quote, can hold any water even within the locker room. Well, the problem is somebody told him it. I don't believe Silver made that up. Somebody somebody said that to him. Some veteran in that locker room actually thinks they're better off with Jimmy and had the balls to tell a reporter that the day Lance got injured. I don't care who that player is. They can go F themselves. Jimmy's at the podium. You cannot say that. Whoever said that to Silver, I wish Silver would out it. I know he can't because he'd be forever done being a reporter if he outed that player, but well, whoever I'm... said that, it's so inexcusable. It, it, it's the worst thing I've heard come out of a locker room in years. To say that the day Lance gets injured to a reporter, I don't care who it is. It, it could be Kittle. I want him off the team. If, I, if that ever comes public, I don't care who it is, what yep. they've turned themselves into, I want him off the team. I don't care if it's three or four years down the road. So I've been talking with Mike, uh, and I'm going to try to get him on the show this week. So if he comes on, we're going to have a nice chat because uh, <laughs> I got a lot of things I want to ask just him. just be like a half hour straight of who wasn't, Mike? Who wasn't? Well, tell us. Who wasn't? I'm going to ask. I mean, he's not going to tell me, but I'm certainly going to ask he him. He can't. I want to know, and I'm waiting for Twitter to, to throw it out there. Uh, if, if you know, please hit me up in the chat. What did Jimmy say about the safety? Because there's only one thing I want to hear from him on that freaking safety. He better say, terrible play by me. I need to do better. Inexcusable. I don't want to hear we got in a bad situation. I don't want to hear. I don't we want to hear anything. Up. We can't be put. We can't put ourselves in that situation. And for a guy who has all this credibility in the locker room, like guess what? That that doesn't last forever, man. Like when does the defense start to get pissed and be like, how many times are you going to do this to us? You know, Jimmy's been skating by, getting a pass because he's been winning these games. Well, guess what? He's not now. And going into this season, the 49ers were 13 and 13 in one score games coming into this season. So it's not like Jimmy's been pulling these games out. And in fact, he's been winning as much or losing as much as he's been winning. Apparently, so, Jimmy uh, walked into his press conference smiling. Well, uh, well, of course he is. What's he got I, I haven't seen confirmation. That's exactly what it was. That's what people are saying in response to this tweet. But Jerry Rice Jr. tweeted, lose a game and you're smiling. Oh, boy. BP watching on the YouTube page says passing game and number of TDs scored have never been top 20 in Kyle's tenure. Either the genius or Jimmy Garoppolo or both need to be blamed for this. Sad to watch. I blame both. I absolutely do. Oh boy. Russ says he already blamed our rhythm. Our. You ran out of the back of the goddamn end zone and you're saying our. And this is the guy that people fight for. People go to the wall for this guy. Why? Like, what is yeah. it about People were him? ready to give up on Trey, Trey Lance after right. one game for this guy. For this guy. I've seen a lot of this, so I want to get to this comment from Russell on the Facebook page. Is it possible the 49ers made a huge mistake letting the real genius and quarterback guru Mike McDaniel get away? Well, quarterback guru, I don't know. The 49ers have never had a quarterback improve in this regime. None of them. Brian Hoyer didn't get any better. Nick Mullins didn't get any better. C.J. Beathard didn't get any better. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get any better. And we don't know about Trey Lance because he didn't even finish three games as a starter. So no, there's no quarterback gurus. It's a good thing, though. It's a good thing, though, they hired Brian Greasy to be the quarterback coach this year. The guy who's never done the job before in his life. We don't need to crap on on people that don't deserve it. Greasy is, from all reports, done good things like yeah, this isn't on him like jimmy like is it. yeah jimmy is jimmy not always on the coach he's not doing anything. sucking and being the same thing over and over and over again it's eventually on the player i'm just i saying. will say i think mcdaniel is 
an incredible offensive person. And I think Kyle Shanahan is an incredible offensive mind as well. I think both can be true that both of them are offensive geniuses. Well, I know one looks like a genius and one looks like an idiot. And the one that looks like a genius is in Miami right now. <laughs> Kevin Dennis again. Kevin's got some money to burn. Thank you very much. I will keep donating money. Our rhythm. Did you see Denver's offense? Rhythm is the last word you should use for your ineptness. That was the thing. On the one touchdown drive the Niners had, it was in rhythm. It was mm-hmm. nice. It was smooth. It was, it was beautiful. Snap, throw, snap, throw. It was Jimmy at his best, right? That's what the offense looks like when he's in a rhythm and he's rolling. But a lot then of that Jimmy is your, got hit and everything changed. It's, a lot of that is your head coach putting you in good position, calling plays, and you're seeing it. It's, and the guy that you expect to be open is open at the top of your drop, and you can throw it and hit it good. But that that's, doesn't happen every time, and you got to be able to score when that doesn't happen. People are saying Nick Bosa's taking responsibility. What does Nick Bosa have to be take responsibility for? Being awesome? Like, Bosa's great. What, do you have another sack today? Although he did get away with a bogus tripping penalty. Oh, yeah. He absolutely uh, tripped Russell Wilson. But Then there's this I just saw. Uh, speaking of Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa has a pretty big black and blue mark on his lip, but said it's from biting it out of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or maybe there was a brawl in the locker. No, no. I'm just, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Uh Somebody, Mark DeLucchi from Niners Nation says, I've heard almost every Jimmy Presser since last season. He sounded more defensive than I've ever heard him today. Not really making any judgments on him, but it felt like his tone was different. So I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Uh, and we'll talk about it uh, tomorrow on my spaces. And Hell, maybe I'll do another extra show because, I mean, my God, it was hideous tonight. It was hideous. Should we go over the 49ers field position in the second half? Their first drive of the second half started at the 43-yard line. They ran it for no gain. There was a penalty that helped them. Then there was a penalty that hurt them, moved the ball back to the original line of scrimmage. Jordan Mason came in, got a touch, got seven yards. Imagine that. under A different running back besides Jeff Wilson doing something good. Next play, Garoppolo fumbled snap. Broncos get the ball. Next drive for the 49ers, they get the ball at the two. That was the safety from Jimmy Garoppolo. Next drive, they get the ball at the 43. They go four and out. Nothing with that field position. They get the ball to Denver 41 again in the second half. That's the field goal that Kyle never should have kicked. The next drive started at the 13. That was no good. The next drive started at the 25. That was the pick. And then the drive after that started at the 15. So they had plenty of opportunities to score and start with good field position. And they couldn't even get field goals on those drives. You want to hear another bad Jimmy quote? Always. This one from our Niners nation. So Likely, I would have guessed KP putting it out there. Yeah. I'm not trying to make excuses or anything, but I just got to get into game shape and get rolling. Nope. See, he's trying to use another excuse. I'm not trying to make excuses, but uh, I'm going to make an excuse. That's like, I'm not a racist, but like, I'm not trying to use excuses, but that's an excuse. I don't want to hear that from you. I don't want to hear that from anybody, right? I don't want Kyle Shanahan sitting there laughing. Ooh, I don't have a playbook either. Oh, well, then great. But you had no problem starting this guy as soon as Trey got hurt, right? Nope. Going to go with Jimmy. Got to go with Jimmy. Got to go with Jimmy. Damn it, man. He's like a boomerang. No matter how hard you throw it, he always comes back at you. Oh, here's another excuse. He said not going through training camp the same way as normally. Uh, That part is in quotes. The other part is he's saying it has an effect on him and his arm is feeling it. 
You thrown you threw like what twenty three passes then you last can't week, start. and then you're you can't start. Get out of here. That's if you're you can't be like, oh, I'm too hurt. That's essentially what he's saying, right? Then you can't start, Jimmy. Guess what? Get the hell out. You can't do it. That's it. Like you can't have it both ways. You can't have it. But this whole 49ers organization, that's all they ever want to do is have it both ways. Yep. They want to try and develop Trey Lance. They keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the roster. They were trying to have so their cake. He's already made it. three excuses that he's rusty, that his arm is fatigued. Here's the arm fatigue angle, <laughs> the real one, and that they weren't in a rhythm. He's made three excuses rather than saying, hey, I sucked. I got to They weren't in a rhythm because he couldn't complete a goddamn pass. I mean, my God, he was 18 of 29 for the game. God. I think he started 7 of 10. Yeah, he started okay because when Kyle scripts the plays and has a whole week to work on the game plan, he can look pretty good. But when it has to get past that, it doesn't. He never takes responsibility. What is it? Somebody please tell me. What is it about this guy that you like? He's handsome. He is handsome. I'll give him that. He's very handsome. But other than that, he doesn't take responsibility in the post-game press conference. He makes rookie mistakes. He makes the same mistakes again and again and again. He can't create outside of structure. He ghosts the team in the offseason. He screwed the team by having surgery this offseason that nicks the trade to Washington, which, by the way, Levin, you nailed. You were all over that. What is it about this guy that people like? I really want to know. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. He look, he looks the part off the field. Everybody wants to pretend he's the part because he looks the part off the field, and they give excuses on the field, but they won't give it to the other guy. Sometimes it's that simple. <sighs> Russell watching on the YouTube page, Trey would have owned it. Yep, Trey would have owned it because we've seen him do it already. He's got three starts and we've seen him do it. Jimmy Garoppolo's got like 50 and he never does it. I mean, he literally ran out of the back of the end zone today and he still won't do it. He still won't do it. Yeah, I'm. this press conference is almost like the uh, cherry on top, the, the one that breaks the camel's back. You know, it, it's... Is he the best option for this season? He, yeah, probably. But if he's going to act this way, at some point you got to start sending a message to the team that you got to take accountability. And if your quarterback's going to make excuses, yeah. then he needs to sit his ass on the bench. Eddie V on the YouTube page. I was just said, Jimmy said, I was just running the play. I was just running the play, trying to the buy play was some run time out of bounds. Yeah, yeah, okay. It was a longer developing play, tough situation. You have to know where you are on that the field. That is 100% blaming Kyle. It was a longer developing play. You're saying Kyle called a long developing play on his one yard line? There's no way. So what, dude? He just didn't get rid of it. Even if he did, that's no excuse. That's no excuse. This guy is just passing the buck. Passing the buck. Kevin again, playing Madden with Lance RIP right now to wash out the stink. I can't. I, by the way, I have it in my game fly. I can't get it because the first thing I always do is start a new franchise with the Niners and I can't, I can't play with Trey. It's too painful to play with Trey Lance and think what could have been. It's painful just to play Madden. Madden's been garbage for years. Carlo watching on the YouTube page. Didn't Jimmy say he wanted to throw the ball like 2017? He can't complete a seven yard pass. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And apparently I'm seeing Kyle Shanahan said that fourth down decision for the field goal was easy. 
Okay. Look, you're consistently freaking wrong. Like he needs someone to literally sit him down and explain to him why he's a moron about this stuff. He's a freaking moron about this. I don't know what his decision making mechanism is. It is broken. It does not work. And we have seen it a thousand times. Like when is he ever going to admit he's wrong? I'll leave you with this. Cause my one, my computer is about to die too. I need to get to bed. Uh, but I don't know what to look forward to because I know this is not a Super Bowl team. This team will not win a Super Bowl, and yet they don't have a first-round pick. So I, I, then, I don't know what I'm looking forward to. And they go it, into it, a quarter a year next year with a quarterback who has started three games in his life. Well, I mean, next year could look up if Trey Lance is the real deal. That's That's the hope. But this year, we're three games in, and it's kind of hard to see the point. Well, thanks for hopping in, Levin. I'm going to stay yeah. on for a while. I, I hate longer. to say it, but we're three games in, and it's hard to see the point to this season. That's a depressing thought. All right, thanks, Levin. Look, I'm trying to be positive. Let me let me look at some positives here. Um, and you know what? I'll throw it up to you because a lot of times you guys are better at this than I am. Uh, I sometimes I do tend to focus on the negative. I agree. Uh, let me just throw it up here. Okay, what are the positives? from tonight are there any are there any positives at all the defense was incredible Hufanga flying all over the place Charvarius Ward made an amazing play in the fourth quarter of this game Russ drops back throws one of those moon balls and Ward is right there and just poop tips it away from the wide receiver incredible play by Charvarius Ward he has been everything you could ask for as a fan as a free agent signing for this team Mooney Ward is awesome awesome just locking it down. Bosa, phenomenal. Special teams in this game, phenomenal. From punt coverage to Mitch Wisnowski with, with basically keeping the 49ers in the game with his punts. Everything. The special teams was good. Robbie Gold made the field goal when he was asked to make one, even though it was a dumb call. He still had to make it, and he did. The special teams was good. One, I, I do want to give them their flowers because that, that was the focus of the team in the offseason. They wanted to improve it, and they did. Uh, Full Whites, thanks for the donation. If Trey or Purdy played tonight, how Jimmy did, uh, the Niners would swallow the mistake and move on. But tonight, there's no excuse for Jimmy get better or start Purdy next game. I'm tired of this POS. Yeah, like, I'm tired of it too. And you know what else I'm tired of? I'm tired of Russell freaking Wilson. I just went off the positives. I apologize. But I'm tired of Russell freaking Wilson always finding a way to stick it to us. 18 and four now in his career against the 49ers, if you include the playoffs. 18 and four, and he played like garbage tonight. He stunk. He was terrible. Like I said, he had eight, three and outs on the night. And yet, no matter what, he finds a way to do it. And our quarterback finds a way to pee down his leg. And I'm sick and tired of having that guy. I want the other guy. I want the guy that steps up in the big moments, that lifts the team up when they play bad, that makes coaches better than they normally are, even if they call a bad play. I want that guy. I'm tired of not having that guy, man. I am tired of it. And I know they tried to go with Trey this year. I get that. But they kept Jimmy. This was their insurance policy. They were always going to go for it. Even if Trey lost, if Trey had lost this game, Jimmy might be the starter next week anyway. 
Russell on the YouTube page, Kyle takes this personal and changes his offensive approach, his accountability, et cetera. I hope his ego compels him to be pissed enough. Maybe. No, I don't think so. I think Kyle thinks, you know, Phil Hellmuth, the poker player once said, if it weren't for luck, I'd never lose. I think that's what Kyle thinks. I think if it weren't for guys not making their blocks or throwing incompletions, I'd have, I would never lose. I really do. I think Kyle, here's the thing. Kyle's arrogant. And that, that arrogance helps make him as good of a play designer and a play caller as he is, but it also could be his downfall because he'll never evaluate. He'll never change. I mean, this is year six. You think he's automatically going to become a different person? He's not. Ben Richards watching on my Twitch page, which by the way, feel free to check that out. Subscribe at stats on fire. I took Kyle's advice and watched another team today. The dolphins, similar plays, radically different play calling. Please leave Kyle. I don't want to fire Kyle Shanahan. I just want Kyle Shanahan to stop being a moron at certain times. And I know a lot of people are going to say that's harsh and I'm whining and I'm too mean and I'm emotional and whatever. But at this point, when you keep doing the same thing again and again and again and expecting a different result, what the hell else should I call you? Okay. Jamar says he's a horrible play caller. He's a good play designer. Huge difference. No, he's not a horrible play caller. When they get rolling, it's good, man. When they have a big play, if you go and watch, usually when they have one big play, they immediately start to have more, one after another. The problem is getting that first big play sometimes takes them a really long time. That's the frustrating part. I'm trying to see some of the other post-game comments here. Uh, it's pr probably wrapping up. I got to hear this Jimmy Garoppolo press conference. I'm sure that vein in my forehead is just going to burst out of my head. More Garoppolo. It was my first week with these guys. We've got to get in a rhythm. Reacclimation period. I'm not trying to make excuses, but I've gotten to get in game shape. If you're not in game shape, then why the hell were you playing? If you're not in game shape, you should have told the team and said, I'm not ready to go yet. You had no problem going out there, right? Because you want to get your money. You want to hit those incentives, right? Yeah, you want that 350 grand like you got last week. Had no problem trying to do that, right? Now when it doesn't work out, you say, oh, well, I'm not in game shape. What the hell, dude? How do you think Nick Bosa feels about that? How do you think George Kittle feels about that? Debo getting his frigging brains bashed in every play. Not in game shape. Then sit your ass down. Pretty sure Brock Purdy's in game shape. Man, it's brutal, man. And now 49ers go next week on Monday Night Football against the Rams. The Rams who, like a real team, have their stuff together. They won again today beat Arizona 20 to 12. You know, the 49ers had a real opportunity to send a statement to the NFL today and they peed down their leg. Why is it embarrassing? Why is it so often as a 49er fan, I'm embarrassed with a team that's this good, that has this much talent. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't be. That's why I'm, I'm kind of stunned that Levin doesn't put any of this on Kyle Shanahan. It has to go on Kyle Shanahan. Some of it, not all of it, but some of it has to go on him. He's supposed to be an offensive genius. Team scored 10 points. And part of the reason they scored 10 points is because Kyle took their ball out of the hands and kicked yet another field goal or punted on fourth down, which, by the way, he did that too often too. Again. <sighs> All right. Well, I don't want to keep saying the same thing over and over again. It's not going to change. It's not going to change because this is who we got. And that's probably going to be worse because Trey, because uh, Trent Williams is hurt again. The replacements for him are sketchy. Aziz Alshire went down in this game. Here's the question. Do you think the 49ers can turn it around against the Rams like they did last year? 
this is the question that I can't get past. If the defense played this good, this good, and they still lost, how can I have faith in the future? That's the question that, that sticks with me. And I don't know the answer to it. I really don't. And look, maybe Kyle seems to have the Rams number. He's 6-0 and in the last six against them, not counting the playoffs. So maybe he can do it. And then they'll go in and, you know, they'll be 2-2 two and two after four games. Okay. But it's dark right now. I'm not going to lie. It's dark. And I know a lot of people, I can't find the comment right now as I'm trying to scroll through. Did George Kittle play? Maybe he wasn't in game shape either. Huh? Kittle had in the game four catches for 28 yards on five targets. That's that's what we're paying all that money for. Awesome. Yeah, George, has, you know, he goes to Mike Silver and talks about how the 49ers might squeeze him after the year. <laughs> okay. Kevin Dennis, Purdy honestly did show some flashes that X-Factor stuff we all want, zip on passes stuff. No, he didn't have zip on passes. Uh, Kevin wants to see Brock Purdy. Look, he didn't have zip on passes. Brock Purdy's arm stinks, okay? The one thing he does do, which I like, is he can scramble around and move around a little bit and extend plays, but I don't think that's going to make up for the fact that he really has a pop gun arm. I mean, we're talking about the last pick in the draft. So I don't think he's the answer. But at some point, it has to be considered. At some point, it has to be considered. Maybe not next game, but how often can you keep doing this? I mean, don't you have to show the defense that at least you're trying to change something somewhere? You just can't keep bashing your head against the wall. There's a lot of purdy love in the comments right now. I'm not going to lie. A lot of kiddo hate, too. Carlo says Kittle's a blocker now. Jamar says Kittle went from a top three tight end to maybe a top 15 tight end. Full White's watching on the YouTube page. I think my faith would be better if Brock Purdy starts because at least he can run. He played for my alma mater and looked real well in the preseason. <laughs> the backup quarterback is always the most popular guy. But I just think at some point, this is going to be my sort of overall takeaway here. At some point, the equity that Jimmy Garoppolo has in the locker room is going to run out. It's not infinite. At some point, it's going to run out. And when he has a game like tonight where he leaves between 14 and 21 points on the field and runs out of the back of the end zone and gives the other team two points, that takes a big chunk out of it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it does. And I don't want to hear the joking from Kyle Shanahan about, oh, it's no big deal that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have a playbook. It's no big deal. I don't have a playbook either. Apparently not. That's what the offense looks like. Maybe you should get one, Kyle. Last time I saw you did have a playbook. I think you left it at the podium at the Super Bowl with the Falcons, right? Maybe you should get one. Stop with the jokes and stop acting like when you get criticism that that people criticizing you don't watch enough football. Stop acting like you're above it all. You're above criticism, Kyle. God forbid you get pressed a little bit on some of these things that you do. God forbid somebody follows up with a question and holds you accountable for your own words. You get all prickly and defensive. You go into the fetal position. This is a good comment from Jamar. Seems like the Niners are okay with losing as long as Jimmy is leading the way. Yeah, that's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. 
and nobody's going to take accountability except for the 22 year old kid whose ankle was facing the opposite direction last week. He's the only one that takes accountability. The only one. And we have to start holding him accountable. Me in the media, the other members of the 49ers press corps. I know it's a different vibe on the West Coast. I'm an East Coast guy, as you can probably tell. But it's time. It's year six. It is time. I, you know, I sit here and defend Kyle Shanahan, but man, he makes it hard. He makes it tough. All right, everybody. That's going to do it for this edition of the Niners Nation podcast. Thank you for everybody that, that donated and supported us here. We appreciate it every single week. You are helping to make us the fastest growing 49ers podcast on this planet. We are so grateful for your support and we're grateful to homage for anybody that missed it. Shout out to homage new sponsor on the show. We really appreciate it. Hook me up with a shirt. There you go. You can go online right now. There's a description in the YouTube description. There'll be a, a link rather in, in the uh, podcast description. There's a link in the YouTube description right now. You can click on it. It'll take you right to the 49ers page. These incredibly soft shirts. They got a ton of them up there. There's Debo shirts. There's Kittle shirts. There's some Faithful to the Bay, Victory Monday. They got a ton of awesome stuff for you. It is super nice. They'll get it shipped out to you quick. They hooked us up here at Niners Nation, and we are so, so grateful to them. So go out and buy the stuff. I don't know if you're going to get the opportunity to wear the Victory Monday shirt, but it's still a cool shirt. Eventually, they'll win some games, uh, and we thank homage as well. Please continue to rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. If you leave a review, we will read it. I'm going to be doing a Twitter space tomorrow. At 10 a.m. Pacific time, you want to hop into that? I appreciate it. We can commiserate. We'll do a little therapy session. I always do it on Mondays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully, I get to hear from you and interact a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Russell watching on the YouTube page says, soft shirts. Have Jimmy G promote them. Boom. Shots fired, Russ. That's hilarious. Well, we, we can't laugh. We're going to cry, so we might as well have a chuckle at the end of the show. Thanks again to everybody. Thanks to Levin Black for hopping in. One and two. Hopefully they can turn it around next week against the Rams. They have had their number recently. We'll see if that holds up again on Monday night.